0: And welcome back to Lounge With Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two friends keeping in touch through the power of books. And the way me and Claire like to keep in touch is by reading the same book together. Yes. And we have just finished our 12th Book Club book, which was The Den by Keith Gray, which is a book published by Barrington Stoke. And they're perfect for people who don't really like reading or maybe suffer from dyslexia. And they're just really great small stories. And we've finished this book now and we're going to tell you a bit about our thoughts, what we thought about The Den, give it our rating, and then introduce our 13th Book Club book, which was also chosen by Claire. So first off, let's finish off with The Den. What were your
1: thoughts, Claire? Well, I thought actually he he managed to wrap everything up quite nicely in a little package, actually, because we did sort of think, oh, my goodness, there's so much that that can go on in those next sort of 60 pages that we read we were introduced to Lainey who is his sister and all I'm gonna say is poo okay <laughs> <laughs> the there book was, wasn't
0: poo there no. was just a lot of poo in the last <laughs> 60 pages
1: <laughs> oh and, and I just you can just imagine All that was going on with that, it was just, it made you cringe, didn't it, a bit? I was like, oh, no.
0: You can imagine the smell.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but it was quite nicely wrapped up with his dad getting involved. And we don't want to give too much away, but I I thought it wrapped up
0: very nicely. Yeah, I thought it wrapped up really nicely as well, because that was one thing I was worried about. I was like, how is he going to tie this all together in this amount of pages? But actually... It was amazing how much he was able to put into those pages without it feeling too much or like it was moving too quickly. Mm. I feel like we covered everything we needed to cover. And it was a very good and compelling read. I think there's definitely a bigger story there that he could have explored, you know, if he wanted it to be a bigger read. Mm. But I think for what it was, it, it it did what it said. And it
1: was very interesting... Yeah, because we you didn't go into too much of the mum's story. We know that uh, she left because the, the the father was quite hard work to live with, but you didn't really get the full story there. The, the boy definitely missed his sister being around, I think.
0: Yeah, he, he did. And there was definitely a lot of family drama that needed to be unpacked and resolved. And you got a sense at the end of this story that they were going to a getting to a better place yes
1: um, but yeah, yeah
0: overall i've really enjoyed it i think it was exciting it was fun there was drama there was reconciliation it had everything you want in a story and i am amazed at how much he fitted into that small book and because he could you could easily pad that story out to be like a 300 page mm. novel if you wanted to be mm. you know and, and really go into depth with all the characters, but even though this was only about 100 pages I think we got enough enough of the character's scope to be engaged with them and and the story itself yeah very well done I thought yeah so I I give it a renew I would as well I would I think this is one that if we were still working at the library I would reach to to give to someone to say you should give this a go if you don't enjoy reading
1: yeah definitely same with all of Keith Gray's books. I mean, just the same with all of the Barrington Stokes. They're such just little stories packed that pack a punch. So really, really good. But
0: that being said, I am looking forward to getting my teeth stuck into another book mm. that is filled with drama. And our next mm. one, which I do think will take us up till December to read, uh, is a nice chunky one. And this is Disorientation by Elaine Shea Chow. And it looks a bit like a dark humour or black comedy, you might say.
1: Yeah, the, co- the cover's quite interesting. They're sitting in a car and one of them's got binoculars. So, you know, it's kind of got, I don't know, got some kind of crime side to it. <laughs> yeah. Shall I read the blurb quickly? Yeah. So Ingrid Yang is desperate to finish her PhD dissertation on this much lauded poet, Xiao Wen Chao. And never read about Chinesey things again. When she accidentally stumbles upon a strange note in the Chow archives that she thinks may be her ticket out of academic hell. But Ingrid has no idea that the note will lead to an explosive secret, upending her entire life and the lives of those around her. Her clumsy exploits to discover the truth set off a rollercoaster of mishaps and misadventures from campus protests and over-the-counter drug hallucinations to book burnings and a movement that stinks of yellow peril propaganda. In the aftermath, she'll have to question everything, from her relationship with her fiancé to the kind of person she dares to be. I mean, clearly, obviously, I've chosen this because uh, the Chow Archives, it mentions archives, and I work in the library and archives, so there we go. We've got a connection there. You're just like at <laughs> archives everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I love
0: the colouring of this book. It is so striking on the shelf. Yeah, it's, it is. It's nice. I went into a Waterstones, actually, and I saw this on one of the displays, and I thought, oh, that's our next book club read. It looks great. I'm excited oh, to, was to know it? more about it. Was yeah. it on its own display? It was. was it? Really? Yeah, it Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. interesting.
0: So... We will read you the first two paragraphs in the first chapter just so you can get more enticed into the book and join us on our 13th book club read. So chapter one is called The Curious Note and I do love a book that has chapter title names because I yeah. feel like I I want to know what's going to happen based yeah. on the title. On September 9th, Ingrid Yang could be found cramped over a desk, left foot asleep, right hand swollen. She had Sao Wen Chao on the mind. So much so, she felt his illusions and alliterations leaking from her every orifice and puddling beneath her. She was sucking on the ends of her hair, then sniffing the damp locks before picking at the eczema patches on her ankles. Her aching eyes were marbled pink from a sleepless night, punctuated by unnecessary trips to the bathroom. She simply idled on the toilet with her eyes closed, nothing going out of or into
1: her body. Even on the rare occasions, sleep visited. Ingrid was plagued by a constant pinching pain in her stomach. Sometimes she imagined, hopefully, that she was developing ulcers. No one could fault her for failing her dissertation because of stomach ulcers, could they? Pneumonia then? What about mono? But how to contract these illnesses was another question. Entirely. The black market was the obvious choice, but then again, so was an undergrad frat party. Pulling her laptop close, she searched fastest way to contract mono followed by top 10 deathly illnesses. No, Ingrid Yang was not doing well. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I I feel that because this book is set at university in america there's going to be a lot of american culture in this novel yeah might be lost i mean i watch enough american tv i should be able to pick up enough of it but there might be some american culture things that maybe don't happen at our university scene that might be interesting to Mm -hmm.
1: navigate yeah i think we, we we might be googling what does that mean on some occasions So am I getting from that that we've just read that she's she's not feeling very well because she maybe drank too much at a frack party?
0: Well, what I got from it is that she's got to write her dissertation on this poet and she really doesn't want to do it, so she would rather die from a deathly illness than do (laughs) her dissertation. And I think she was settling on maybe contracting mono, which is a type of disease you get from kissing
1: lots of people. Oh. Which you would see, do at a grad party. I was very confused by that, actually. So I'm glad you've uh, you told yeah. me what that mono is, because I was like, it's what is like, she uh, saying?
0: You know when someone gets a sore on their lips? Yeah. That's what it is, and then you spread it around. Oh, okay. But I think <laughs> it's worse than that, but that's what it looks like. <laughs> I don't know, it's an American thing.
1: Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> right we'll see how this goes and i could be i could be confused by a lot of what's going on but uh yeah it's going to be interesting anyway yeah i think it's going to
0: be a funny story but like i say i think there'll be a lot of american culture in there that we maybe have to sift through which is interesting because we've read a lot of books from american authors but this seems to be very mm. much you know from the get-go i feel like we're in that culture
1: I think I'm going to write down all the ones that I'm not sure about and then I'll be able to Ooh, discuss you should. them.
0: should. And then we can talk about it. Yeah. That would be
1: fun. Cause I'll probably... do the
0: same if there's anything. Yes,
1: yeah. And then we can have a discussion about it.
0: We'll be reading up to page fifty-one, which is the end of chapter three for next week's podcast. Because this is a bit of a denser book, we're going to see how how long that takes us to read. But usually, fifty pages is where we get to. And I'm I'm interested to see how this progresses because I, even though we've read the blurb, I'm just like, how crazy is this book going to get? Is it going to mm. be like Eat Dirt that we read? about those kids at that camp and it went insane is this is this the kind of levels it's going to get to yeah i don't yeah. know i'm intrigued i feel like i don't know enough from what we've read to to know what's going to happen
1: yeah yeah exactly but it's it's going to be good we'll
0: see won't we we will <laughs> but what else have we been reading claire we know that you finished backpack by emily bar because you said that you were gonna do that
1: yeah, so I finished that and I, I already gave that a rating of return because I was a little bit disappointed with it. Uh, I did find out who the serial killer was and it kind of had a fairly good twist as to who the serial killer was, but obviously I'm not going to reveal that. So it it had a fairly good ending, it just it came a bit too quickly and I think it could have been... I think it could have been talked about a bit more but I guess yeah I'm still giving it a return. Anyway <laughs> um the book I've moved on to is Arias or Arias Traveling Bookshop by Rebecca Raisin. Um it is just it's one I picked up from like one of those uh little book sales on the side of the street outside somebody's house. And I like it because it talks about books and it's got a camper van on the front. And basically, Aria is a nomad and she travels round with lots of different people who are nomads as well. So they go traveling from fair to fair. She has a, hers, is a bookshop. Her friend Rosie makes baked goods, and Rosie's boyfriend that she's with, he does these healthy drinks, like smoothie-type things, and they've currently travelled to France. And Aria used to be married. She was married to somebody called TJ, I think his name was, and he's clearly died, and it must have been... I think it might have been of cancer or something. And so she's feeling that, you know, she's never going to find love again, and she doesn't want to find love again, and obviously there is some love connection happening in the book. But she doesn't want it to happen, but she does want it to happen. It's a little bit like that. <laughs> but they're currently travelling in France and there's lots of little funny moments in it. There's lots of little romantic motions and it's just a feel-good book. But I am quite enjoying it.
0: Oh, that's good. It yeah. sounds very like a lightweight book that is just nice yeah. sometimes to it. Easy yeah. reading especially with the winter's drawing in. It's
1: very thin, it is. It's just nice. You can just imagine she's got, like, her camper van full of books and she knows all about books and she understands people who read and she has lots of meetings with people and can find them the right book and stuff like that. You you know, she's she's like an earth mother of books, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have to see if she gives
0: any good recommendations during the yeah. book if there's any real books in there that yeah you know, fancy yeah. reading next i finished echo by thomas old huvelt and this is the book that you obviously chose when i read all the first liners it was kind of a horror thriller chiller maybe i would say it's the one that's meant to make you go "Ooh, it's a bit spooky um, and it's about these two boys that are dating one of them went off into the mountains had a horrible accident comes back slightly changed and the whole book's almost leading you down there's a supernatural thing going on but then in the back of your mind there's always that slight doubt of maybe everyone's just got ptsd or they all think something crazy's happening and it's superstition the book for me was definitely too long for what it was it the first, I, I think I said this a, a couple of weeks ago, you know, after reading the first half of it, there was definitely bits that just felt very repetitive, like we we're going over the same thing over and over again. And in the latter half of the book, again, you know, the pace started building. And then it, the book became very bloated and would go off on loads of different tangents that just made it lose kind of focus, pace. Which was a shame, because I feel like it was a good story, but there was just a lot in there that didn't need to be in there. And then it would get really tense and scary, and I don't know if it's because of the translation of the novel, but Sam in particular was very calm, very relaxed sort of character, but when he's in this kind of scary, spooky environment, he's still very chill, and I don't know, it didn't, didn't seem right that he was speaking in... Uh, a certain tone in different sections of the book. But that could be maybe a translation error on the translator that it just didn't quite match the tone of the book. Mm. But I I don't know. Overall, I really liked the idea of this book. The, The writing about the mountain, about climbing, it was really good and I liked the atmosphere, but I just think it was too long for me that I lost... the the enjoyment of it, because it felt very long-winded. A bit like by review of this book. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think for me, this book actually might sit in that fine sort of category in terms of rating, because I did really... There were parts of this book that I really, really loved, but there were also parts of this book that I really didn't like, which means I feel like I can't give it a renew because I wasn't in love with it that much. But I also don't want to return it, because it was quite good. It's in between. Like, I might return it, but actually I liked the atmosphere. So you might renew it, yeah. That I might renew it, but then, you know, if it was literally 100 pages shorter, and the tones of certain characters when they were speaking were changed to suit the narrative, it would have been a strong strong renew. So, yeah. Echo by Thomas Old Hood is getting a fine status from me. <laughs> oh. It's in the bottom of my bag. I've yet to return it to the library. Um, I've not picked up a replacement read for this book because I wanted to see how I got on with our new book club book, make sure I had time to read both of them. Still listening to my two audiobooks, They're going strong. And I'll probably be giving you an update on The Four Seasons in Japan by Nick bradley next week because i will definitely finish it this week when i'm traveling on the bus so it's still really great book though and enjoying it
1: so all we can say is that uh, we'd like everybody to pick up disorientation and we're going to read to chapter four so end of chapter three and it's going to be a well we're not quite sure how it's going to be but i think it's going to be an interesting read one that we've not covered in our book club before so Looking no forward to definitely reading
0: it. not very different from any other book we've chosen and nothing could be as bad as to the lighthouse by virginia wolf so we know it's going to be better than that
1: oh my goodness i knew there was something i needed to chat to you about because to the lighthouse featured on a question on university challenge this week did you get it yes <laughs> Because it was so asking. actually, it was worth it. Well, I did wonder whether you had seen it because I know you do watch those shows on a Monday as well. And it And they asked, yeah, they asked the question, and they—I can't remember how he worded it. He goes, "Well, what Virginia Woolf novel was featuring the the family living in the house and da, 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 whatever?" You know, how they go and they go on and, yeah. on and on, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's to the lighthouse!" <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Amazing
0: i love it when uh these things work out
1: yeah so that was quite entertaining i thought so
0: <laughs> <laughs> brilliant that is such a good thing to end on as well on the podcast yeah as always do follow us on our instagram at lounging with books it is goodbye from me and it's goodbye
1: from me <laughs>